Hello, it's Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, and I'm back with my show, Garden of Eden. It's Garden of Eden, and I'm your host. I talk about what I like most. Garden of Eden! <laughs> wow, it felt so good to say those words and hear that song play. Um, I have missed recording. Uh, it's, I can't believe it's been an entire summer since I've been on here. Um, but I'm back. And better than ever. And I'm so excited for this year. Um, I have some really fun things planned for the show. So I guess stay tuned. This episode is going to be a little bit different than my regular programming. I, I just wanted to talk a bit about my summer. Um, throw out some ideas on where I want to take the show this year. Uh, and yeah, just talk about what's happening in my life. Because I think an update would be good. Because so much time has passed since I've recorded. Uh, I think this summer is especially difficult to talk about because everything is so fuzzy. The way that virtual, like, online learning blended into summer, which made the summer feel oddly short and long at the same time. Once the summer ended, I was like, wow, I just wasn't able to accomplish as much as I wanted to. But at the same time, I just felt like there wasn't enough time to do it. Uh, and, but then from on the other side, I think back to the beginning of summer when I took this online course called um, Writing for Television. It was through the School of the New York Times, which is a program offered by the New York Times. I think back to taking that course right at the beginning of summer and think, whoa, that was so long ago. Um, so my whole perception of time is really warped. I think due to coronavirus and quarantine, and I'm sure others are experiencing the same thing. Uh, it's not, I, I think this summer brought a lot of feelings to a lot of different people that were new. Um, some being bad, I guess some being good because I think having a lot of time to yourself, um, it leaves a lot of room for self-discovery and really, I being comfortable with yourself and getting to know yourself. Because, I mean, I spent a lot of time by myself during when school got canceled up until um, when quarantine guidelines started lifting a tiny bit at the beginning of summer. And I think that that honestly kind of led some of my efforts during the summer because I knew what I wanted to make happen. And I also just felt a little bit like more confident in my personality, if that even makes sense. I think even if you're the those around you and yourself would don't notice that you've changed over coronavirus I think in little ways almost everybody probably has um because I mean spending that much time by yourself it's kind of an, an inevitable um even if your your personality didn't change maybe it became more amplified or maybe you discovered a new passion in quarantine that now is bringing you in a different direction in your life or something like that. Uh, for me, I think I just stepped into my creative side and all of my ideas that I have all the time and really trying to make them happen. Uh, right when quarantine started, I it's odd because I talk about quarantine as though it was summer. I kind of blend it with summer because it's hard for me to differentiate between the two because they were so blurry. Uh, but... Um, I, 
think I enjoyed the time to be creative, but also missed the time that I was, that I spent away from my friends. For me, I I tend, I have this problem with getting wrapped up in projects that I'm doing and not being able to put them down. So I get so fixated. Maybe I'll be editing a video that day and I'll start editing the video and I just will not want to stop. If some, if a friend texts me, if I made a commitment, I just won't want to stop working and go to that commitment. Um, and although sometimes when I have an entire day to just work, 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 work on what I want to do and I'm excited about it, I think when I'm lacking and, and maybe during that day, I'm glad that I didn't have to go do something social because I didn't want to. I think not having social interactions as frequently affected me in more ways than I would have thought because I would consider myself to be not an introvert or an extrovert. I think it's called an ambivert. Um, And though I can manage not seeing friends all the time, I think it's much better for my mental and probably physical health too to see people so that I'm not just sitting in my room all day working at my desk. Um, So yeah, my, I guess talking more about what I did during the summer, I was, I already mentioned that I did um, a writing for television course the first two weeks, uh, which was interesting because uh, it, I, it was an interesting course to be in a virtual format. So, of course, there are like criticisms I have for it, which are, but they're understandable because, of course, it's hard for people to adapt to teaching online rather than in person. But I learned a lot of skills about writing for television, and it also, uh, drove me to get better at video editing over the summer, which was cool. And I, and then the other, I had a job this summer, which I was so, so lucky to have. The fact that I landed a summer gig, a good summer gig nannying for a family two houses away is just crazy. Um, I'm still so, I feel so grateful that I got to have that opportunity. I nannied three days a week. Um, and that, it was nice because it, it gave me, something to do that wasn't at my house or the same thing every day. Um, And then as for projects, I did an independent study second semester um, where I wrote, researched, wrote, and illustrated a children's book. And because of things moving to online, it was difficult for me to do all of the work with it that I wanted to do during that semester. So once school ended, I had a pretty strong rough draft of the children's book And I carried the project into summer and kind of worked on it steadily throughout the entire thing. At the beginning, I refined it a bit more and uh, purchased like around 20 copies, which I distributed to family, friends, and family, and then sent a few to publishers. And then after that, I sent copies of the book to to a, a lot of publishers, none of which I've heard back from yet. But I am still hopeful Uh, I think that I knew, I I mean, I had people tell, I had people telling me that getting published was very difficult. And of course I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I know it's super hard. And then when I started doing it, I was expecting that I would get rejections or acceptances from these publishers right away. And of course that's not how it works. So it's, it's a whole new, you know what? I actually, I plan on doing an episode of Garden of Eden about the process of writing and illustrating and researching and reaching out to publishers, all all things relating to my children's book. So maybe I'll hold off on sharing my thoughts on that 
for that episode because I will for sure be doing one and I have a lot to say about the whole process. Um, but overall, I'm excited to see where that project goes. I'm super excited about the final final product, which I will be sharing. I'll link it in, in the episode that I do about the children's book. I'll leave links. So I guess stay tuned. That's something to be excited for. Um, but for now, moving on from that something else I did this summer a lot which I wasn't really expecting was video editing which I've steadily talked about kind of throughout this entire episode so far but I kickstarted the KMIH 88.9 The Bridge YouTube channel right before school got canceled um, due to coronavirus and so I edited I think two videos for it before we had to go home and be online which it was at first it was disheartening because I was like, oh, I just kickstarted this project and now I can't do it, blah. But I ended up making like four, I think, I think around four videos from quarantine that documented people's experiences, showed what people were doing. And it also just kind of sparked this interest in video editing for me. And I ended up editing from the time of when quarantine started and school got canceled to the end of summer. I think I edited around 20 videos, uh, which I'm really proud of. I'm, and I'm, I'm proud of myself for building this skill because I started out basically from zero. When I started the YouTube channel, I had very minimal, um, editing experience. And now I feel like still an amateur, but I can edit pretty well. And I'm very happy with that. Uh, and I, I'm a very, I don't know if this is the right way of saying it, but I'm a very project oriented person. I like working on things and doing things and checking boxes and having finished products. And I think this summer I expected to have time for a lot more than I did. Of course, I'm still proud of all that I did and all that I got to do, but part of me is ending the summer being like, oh, I wish that I did this and I wish that I did this. But I guess dwelling on that isn't really worth my time. And also, just because I didn't get the chance to get around to a project over the summer does not mean that I can't do it during the school year. So kind of shying away from the project side of things and what I, and moving more into things I did with friends and family this summer. I went camping a few times. Camping has been a very... I mean, as many of you know, it's been a very popular activity this summer because you can't, you can't travel anywhere. So what is there to do except camp? So I went camping with my family a few times. Later in the summer, I went on this awesome camping trip to Mazama, which is in, I think, northeastern Washington in the Metau Valley, which was super fun. Um, It was like, the first time that we had gotten away since quarantine had started, gotten away from Mercer Island and just away from where we had been for so long. So it was so freeing, and I had a great time on that trip. Uh, I, And then I also, right before summer ended, I got the chance to go to Bend, Oregon with my friend Kate. We went on a road trip out there, and it was super fun. That was another thing where it was... So it's odd because things that were exciting this summer, of course, I would have been excited to go to Mazamo or Bend, Oregon anytime in my life, but small things are so much more exciting when they're taken away from you for a while. And I think coronavirus has really shown that all of the things that I sounds cliche, but all of the things that I took for granted, like 
just driving on an open road for six hours was so exciting and freeing and fun. And I think I have a newfound appreciation for little things like that. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. I guess if I think of other things I did this summer, I'm sure I forgot some because it's all been a blur. Uh, I'll bring them up. But now I kind of just want to talk about my opinions on everything that's happening in the world right now. Because gosh, it is crazy. If you, oh my gosh, if you, if you took me back to 20, even early 2019 and told me that there would be a global pandemic, a uh, uh, politics would be all over the place, there would be a massive economic recession, everything would be online, there would be quarantine, you would have to wear masks all the time, and there would be so much uncertainty for the future. Oh my gosh, I do not know how I would react. So, I, ugh, it's, it's, I guess, for me personally, quarantine and coronavirus and current events and everything being virtual... I am in a very, very lucky situation with all of it that my parents still have jobs. I I live in a really nice community surrounded by people who are also in pretty great situations. And I have oppor- I had opportunities during the summer regardless of like regardless of basically everything being canceled. And I had a job. I was a summer nanny, which is Wow, I'm so lucky for that. So I guess complaining about my situation would just make me feel kind of ungrateful for all that I do have. So I acknowledge that I'm in a super privileged situation. But I just think that the entire world right now leaves everybody feeling a little uneasy. Especially there's an election coming up in November and the fact that politics and our government are so crazy right now amid a time that would be crazy even if politics were super strong and stable is it's like all of these different factors kind of coming together to create this storm that is impacting everybody's lives I think I mean I don't know if I'm meant to get political on (laughs) on my show but I just think that it's ridiculous that during one of the hardest times that so many people have ever experienced, we have a president who doesn't know what he's talking about and an election that's causing so much polarization, like separation between people that during the times when we're physically, like literally separated, we're even more separated due to what's happening, is it makes me kind of disappointed in, uh, I guess, in the United States, in us as people are seeing, like, it's easy for me to get disheartened over things like that, but then I see all of the ways that people have come together during coronavirus and quarantine and all of the movements happening with Black Lives Matter and protests. So there's two very different sides to it, which makes it, it's so easy to go down either hole of saying, look at all the things that are good or look at all the things that are bad. And I guess, you see, I started to go off on all the things that are bad, which I think is just not really worth it because I guess don't get hung up on the things you can't change. 
Um, like this school year, for example, is my senior year is starting out virtual and I maybe I'll go back to school for second semester. Maybe I won't go back at all. But I I actually have an office space with five of my peers. We're bubbling together and we have an office space that we get to work in every day. And that in itself is so awesome. So there's I guess there's a silver lining to everything that's difficult right now. Uh I summer this summer 2020, I guess I I will never forget it. I will never forget this year of 2020. Maybe I'm crossing my fingers that right now because if you look at the news, if you look at all the events that have happened since 2020 started, it feels like this year has just been the absolute worst it possibly can be. But not only can things turn around, maybe in five years I'll look back and be like, yeah, that was a bad year, but there were so many good things in it and it wasn't as bad as I thought. I don't know. We'll have to see. I can't predict the future, though sometimes I wish I could. Uh, I don't, I, I'm trying to think if there's any other things that I forgot to bring up during this episode. I, it's been very much a, a brain dump. And this is not how every episode would be, but I just wanted to talk about the things going on in my life. But now that I've kind of been my opinionated self, caught up, caught up on my life events, I want to talk about the future of my show and what it actually will be like. I'm, I think I just want to make as much happen with it as I can this year. I'm going to try, I'm going to try to reach out to lots of different celebrity guests or well-known people I shouldn't say celebrities to try to get on for interviews Uh, I'll interview friends and family I'll have I think last year I had this odd problem with recording by myself like not only because I was like oh well it's boring when it's just me maybe it's boring I don't what if I forget what I'm gonna say and it, it adds security when it's just you but also it's kind of a scary thing to be speaking for so long with just you and your personality but I think now that I've had one year of of practice I'm ready to be able to take on episodes by myself confidently and make them entertaining and feel proud of them so I'm excited for that I think each episode you can expect for something to be completely new and exciting and fun um so I guess if I don't I don't want to say that it will be this big, but if you have nothing, absolutely nothing to look forward to in your week, just think, I can try tuning in to Garden of Eden at 10 a.m. every Saturday, and maybe there'll be something on that I want to listen to, Um, and that that can be a little drive, a driver, Um, but overall, I'm super excited for this year. I think that virtual learning brings some new challenges and some really awesome new opportunities for 88.9 The Bridge, for Garden of Eden, for for lots of different things. So I, I could keep rambling on forever and ever. So I think I'm going to end it here and say, this has been Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge with my show Garden of Eden, which you can listen to every Saturday at 10 a.m. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening.